Welcome in. This is the Extra Points Podcast with the college football experience. We are the college football experience. I am Gus. That's my main man. Well, well, you you had a little break, so you didn't get to review week four with us. But, man, you're here to break down week five. The, the gang's back together, man. We are finally back. We're both here. We're ready to break down week five. Five gonna be a sneaky week, isn't it? As exciting as week four was, but there's still some great, great games to break down. Will, how are you doing, man? Uh, doing good. Um, we're almost there to Saturday. Um, excited for the weekend, ready for it to be here, ready to watch some games. Um, saw y'all's episode with Cody uh, Tuesday. It was pretty good. Hate I couldn't be here, but um, I know uh, you guys uh, were going to do a good job. P.O.P., hold it down, man. But before we start breaking in and breaking down these games, just just want to remind y'all, man, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It We're going to be pumping out some awesome content here soon, and we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and on TikTok and Instagram as well. We do be dropping little dimes over there of tidbits of the pod, and we'll be dropping little stuff there as well when we get on these campuses at the College Football Experience at all of those platforms. Man, we haven't broken down the standings here in a couple days, so let's take a look at the standings, man. Look at you, Will. You're in first place, baby. With the best just, record too, twenty nine and eleven, man. It's uh, it's it's been a while since I've been in first place this early. Yeah, um, and but I mean, I don't want to bring up anything that's happened in the past. But you, but you have been in first before. You have been, been in a first while. before. Yeah, it's been a while. But let's see if you can. I've never pull had it the out. best record and been in first. True. True. And I mean, we do have a bunch of people. And I mean, really, once you get down to, I mean, like I'm in seventh and I'm 12 points behind you. That's a pretty decent little margin for me to be able to make up. But then you got people like Luke, 28 and 12, but man, only 153 points. That's that's just a placement of it all. And him losing his tens, his eight and his nines pretty often man i just hurts pretty bad it just it's about placement where you put them and then it's about just consistency yeah um i think i've finished in the top three every week thus far or tied mm-hmm. for at least top four and um some of those guys have been rotating in and out like logan had a bad week one mm-hmm. and then will's bad he didn't have a good week last week so it's just being consistent and it seems like everybody that's won a week has had a bad second week like the week Mm -hmm. after that maybe besides nick i think nick had a pretty good little week last week but um it's just about being consistent and try to finish in that top three every week so november comes that you got a shot at it that's really you want to be in you want to be in staying in the game early yeah, you, you either want to be in the lead or you want to be within five points, I think. Uh, yeah. I think 10 points is a lot to kind of make up and less to do. Just absolutely blows just it. Just chokes. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, 
I would kind of say with, I would say going into the last two weeks, you need to be within 15 points to even have a legit shot at it just because of the nature of the sport. And we don't get a crazy amount of upsets, but I, but I think we're in for a crazy like last two thirds of the season. Cause man, we're one third of the season done. I know, man. It's crazy that we're it's already sad. it flies already by in like o- that. We're already in October, pretty much. I mean, um, sad. But we're getting into the the good games. Oh, you know, yeah. we're we're the done with this. Cool. Yeah, we're done with the snoozers, and we're on to the nice conference games. Yep, week week five is here, and that means everyone is diving into conference play, baby. Let's break down this first game, man. Your Florida Gators, the number 22-ranked Florida Gators going on the road to what is one of their rivals, the Kentucky Wildcats, man. How how, how do you think Florida's going to perform on the road here? Because they have had struggles on the road under Billy. So how do, so how do you think they're going to do when they go up to Lexington and try to get a win over Kentucky? Um, I am a little worried about this game. It's crazy to think growing up that this was going to, that this would ever be like a rivalry a big rivalry yeah. because the, they had such a long win streak over Kentucky forever. And then Kentucky's kind of put, they put, they've won three of the last five. So, um, that's kind of crazy to think about. They've, they're on a two game win streak. Um, so I think you're going to have to come up there have consistent quarterback play and you need your offensive line to play well. I think that's how Florida beats Kentucky. Um, I think the defense is going to play well. They've played well pretty much all year. Um, I know Kentucky's going to want to throw the ball around. They want to get their new quarterback, Nick O'Leary, that he wants to take some shots. Um, They they got some playmakers on the outside. So, you know, our DBs have got to do a good job. And Armstrong, you know, he he blitzes a lot, so we're going. They're going to be in man on man coverage a lot. So, um, try to eliminate the explosives. Um, which offensive line can play the best? Um, I think that's going to be the key to the game. Um, I think Florida can get it done. I do think we we're better than them when it comes to talent wise, but you know we we, we got to prove it on the field. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go to the Gators right here. Um. I kind of got them high. Um, high? Yeah, I want to get those Lord points early. Um, You're all about getting points early in the day. Yeah, yeah. I want to get – I don't want to be – I don't want to get – I don't want to wait to get nine and eight points late in the day. It's – this little meth has been working for me. Yeah. Um, and I want to keep it like that. The only time I'm not going to get points early is uh, the game to, uh, Friday night. So, I'm not even worried about that game. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, right. this game, I want a bunch of points going into three thirty Saturday. I'm I'm real interested to see if this kind of new Florida defense does travel on the road because Kentucky's going to be rocking. I mean, I've always heard that people sleep on Kroger Field, but no, this I'll, is. I'm glad this game is at twelve and not seven thirty because of the atmosphere. For sure. Like, for sure, it is, you'd rather this game be at twelve. Uh, crazy things happen up there at night, and I don't, I didn't, I wanted no part of it. Mm-hmm. And I really want to see Florida come out early 
on the offensive side of the ball, I really want to see them say, like, we're going to stick to our game plan, kind of like they did in the Tennessee game. Say it's like, hey, like, we're going to run the ball, and you're going to have to stop us because we're going to run it down your throats. And I do want to see them convert a little better in the red zone because they did struggle with that last week. So I, so I want to see the offense really establish the game plan, and I want to see them stick to it. I truly want to see that this defense does travel and because we've we've heard all offseason that this new Kentucky offense with Liam Cohen, Devin Leary, and these – Oh, Devin Leary. <laughs> I said Nick Leary. <laughs> and That's funny. Because they, they had two really young wide receivers in 2022 that they were kind of hoping were going to pop coming into 2023, and they haven't quite done it yet. This this Kentucky offense is – Kind of looked stale. I mean, they've they've started slow, and yeah, they've won all their games by I think double digits, but they just haven't looked good in any game. So I'm so I think Florida's going to win too. This will probably be like my three or like my four, just because of the nature of the week. And I mean, this this could be my two, this could be my seven. So, but I'll. But I haven't necessarily placed all of my games yet, just because I'm still thinking about the placements. But I'm, but I'm also going to pick Florida to win this ball game. But it'll be low in my standings, like a three or a four, probably. Man, from one big SEC game to another one, the dogs, the Georgia Bulldogs, go on the road to Auburn, fourteen and a half point favorite that's line surprisingly kind of low to me this is their first road test for the dogs they're going on the road like i said down to jordan Hare stadium 3 30 eastern kickoff time on cbs we get to listen to brad and gary beautiful but not beautiful man the first road trip for the dogs i'll be interested to see how they perform here yeah um I wish Auburn could have showed me a little bit more in the A&M game. They Specifically just looked, on offense. Yeah, they just look terrible on offense, man. And, yeah. dude, if you can't move the ball, I mean, I know A&M's pretty good at defense, but if you can't move the ball, man, you're, you're going to be in trouble. Um, Big trouble. <laughs> and, uh, if you know, they they did a the – de- Auburn's did a pretty good, decent job of stopping the run – um, they just couldn't stop the explosive plays, you know. And Georgia's offense hasn't been that explosive. No. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. They do get Lad McConkey back. Um, I have no idea who's playing running back for Georgia. Um, it could be a I random think it's fan, Edwards, right? It could be a random fan in the bleachers. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think a, it is Edwards. A cheerleader's but, um, gonna suit up for him. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think Georgia's going to win, but I do I do know why this – I think I know why this spread is just so low. We just hadn't – Georgia just hadn't looked great, and this is in Jordan-Hare. It's a crazy – things happen there. Yeah. Um, it's going to be competitive. Um, we talked about this earlier in our group text. Um, I think Hugh Freeze might take over the play calling. Just um, because of how the best. horrible the offense looked looked last week. I just want to see them stay with one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just let the dude get in rhythm, whoever it's going to be. I don't care if it's Peyton or Robbie. Let them get in a rhythm and see what they got, man. But um, right. I think Georgia's going to be too much uh, defensively. I think their offense will get going. Um, it's not going to be the prettiest win, but I think they're going to they're gonna end up winning. Man, 
the thing that I want to look at in this game is whenever you look at Auburn, they've had a pretty stout defense. They're a super, super salty group. So I'll want to see Georgia play the best defense that they've played up to this point. That environment's going to be rocking. I do want to see Carson Beck go on the road and kind of be able to command that offense, kind of shut that crowd down early. Because if, because if Georgia sticks around like they have been in these games, could so could you imagine if Auburn leads 14 to three at halftime like South Carolina did over Georgia? Do you know how berserk that place is going to be going? Like oh, that dude, place is, oh, that place is going to be electric. And I like, turned down tickets to the game. Like coming down to, like when they come out of halftime, if they're up 14 3, like Georgia will oh, not be able gosh. to hear. No. In the huddle, like they're going to no. have to do something. It's going to be a madhouse. Yeah. So I really, since I am going to pick Georgia, th- th- this is a game I would not mind losing at all, just so I could see Georgia lose. But I am going to put Georgia high. But unfortunately, I am going to put Georgia high. I don't know if I'm going to put him at 10, just because I hate putting him at 10 over Auburn. So I'll so I'll I'll probably put him at like eight or nine. I got him at ten. At ten. Yeah. God. At ten. That's a tough that one to have him at ten, man. That is probably the most confident game. Probably my one of my most confident games of the weekend. Yeah, just just because of how sketchy some of these other games are. There there is a game later that we are going to talk about that I am going to put at ten, and we can cross that bridge when we get there but from one sec game to another number 12 lsu goes on the road to oxford they are a two and a half point favorite versus lane kiffin and old miss they do look to go three and oh in conference play that would be really big for them and then you have Ole miss is kind of looking to bounce back man they they had a rough offensive performance last week kind of a rough performance in general man thoughts on this game um, I'm just not sure about Ole Miss. Like their defense struggles. Um, their offensive line is booty. Yeah, they're just very inconsistent up front. Um, man, and LSU is um, uh, LSU is an interesting team. Um, I just don't really know about this game, man. This could be the game that Ole Miss somehow pops. You know yeah. they. Put 42 up on LSU, and LSU scores 31. You know, this could be a shootout. Um, but I think LSU can probably – LSU's probably going to win this game just because of their defense. I think their defensive front and their linebackers, they're going to play really well. They're going to stop their run, first of all. And then um, the only thing that scares me is LSU's DBs. <laughs> that's, um, that's such a leaky secondary. Yeah, it, it, it scares me, but I think they're going to do just enough to win, and I think old Jane Daniels is going to do just enough with his legs to pull through and make a few throws for LSU to pull away and get Brian Kelly another W and start them 3-0 in conference play. Man, I'm super confident in this game just because – I don't think Ole Miss is good. The only reason they're ranked is because they have an SEC on their jersey. That's the only reason that they're ranked. 
the only reason they they have done nothing this season to show me they should be ranked. I mean, they they had to go on the road. They struggled with they struggled with Tulane. They didn't look great against Georgia Tech. They got absolutely manhandled by Alabama. There is no reason they should be ranked. Their their um, offensive line is absolutely horrendous. They can get zero push. I really don't think that their defense front seven is any better. So I so I think we're going to see LSU kind of go on the road. They're going to be able to, I think, physically dominate this game. I think their offensive line is going to get pushed. I think their defensive line is going to wreak havoc. And I don't think LS, I don't think Ole Miss necessarily has the guys to push that secondary like teams like Florida State could. I mean, they did get pushed by Arkansas last week, but I just think that LSU's I just think they're gonna put kind of a butt whooping on Ole Miss this weekend in Oxford. And as I think this game's at six or is it at six thirty? I think it's at six. It's I'm kind of in sure. a weird slot. Yeah. Kind of in a weird slot, but I do know that it is at night. So I think and just the history of you I think I think Lane Kiffin is like one in nine in ranked games, I think, when he's at Ole Miss. So not very good. So I'm going with history on that, and I'm going with the better roster with LSU. This is probably going to be kind of high here for for me, like about seven, six maybe. Yeah, I'm around somewhere around there too. I mean, yep. I'm feeling pretty good about LSU. Yep. Man, two, two teams. One of these teams is hot. They started the season hot. They're still hot. And you have another one of these teams looking for a bounce back win. Number 11, Notre Dame going on the road. They are a five and a half point favorite at number 17, Duke. College game day is going to be here at their first time in Durham, North Carolina. Can Duke pull off another home upset? Or do the Irish get a bounce back win after a after a week four game versus Ohio State that I think they should have won? This is the first time they're there for football. This is the college first time day? college game day has been to Durham for football. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah. I got Notre Dame bouncing back right here. Um, Sam Hartman's gonna come out. I think he's gonna have a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Clemson's better. I think people are just judging Duke off of the Clemson win. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's really the last time we probably watched them. Um, I'm I'm going to say Duke, North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame's going to win pretty big. Um, I, I just think they're better than them. They're going to kind of expose Duke. I think Duke is a good team. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them. I like what their coach is doing, but I think they're going to fall on this one. Um, I think Notre Dame's going to be a little pissed off. And... Um, I think they're going to be ready to go. I think I like what Marcus Freeman does, what he's doing up there, what he's building. Um, they lost a heartbreaker last week. Hopefully, they're not in a hangover from yeah. that. I hope they're just still not thinking about it. Um, hopefully, they've moved on and they're ready to take their frustration out on somebody. And I think they can pull it off and beat Duke. I think this is going to be kind of an ugly game because Duke plays really good defense. Notre Dame's probably has they for sure have the more talented roster. They have a really solid defensive line. They have a really solid offensive line. 
I'm not a hundred percent sure if they have the most talented quarterback in this game. That boy, Riley Leonard, is an absolute freak of a quarterback. Right now, he's probably not the best quarterback, but I think he's more talented overall than Sam Hartman is. But man, I'm so back and forth on this game because I've been so high on Duke that right now I have Notre Dame at two. Super, super low just because I'm going with the more talented roster at this point. But, man, every part of me wants to pick Duke. Literally every part of me wants to pick Duke. So I might end up flipping on this game. For right now, I do have Notre Dame. But I think I this think will come down. Know where I got this game ranked. Nine. Nine. Yeah, somewhere around there. At nine. God, man. I hope. I'm flipping to Duke now, then. Flipping That's to fine. Duke. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm flipping to Duke at two. But I'm oh, gonna be I'm mad when I got a bunch of when I got greens everywhere and I'm gonna have yeah, two little reds at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Man, man, man. I'm so back and forth on this game just because that just because Duke's Duke's been playing so well. And um TBD on this one, but right now I, think, I am. I think I am going to go with my original pick. I, I am bet Notre Dame. I bet Notre Dame fans come, and there's more Notre Dame fans there than Duke fans. More? You really think so? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, dude. There's not like you, think about Duke football. There's not a big support system for it. You want to put so, a dinner on it? I think you already owe me one. <laughs> well, then I owe you another one. <laughs> I think uh, well it's gonna be kind of hard to tell I mean they're navy blue and gold and blue true. and white true true very very true but I think this has like this has potential to be the game of the day I I truly think it does so we'll just have to see man this matchup out west is so intriguing and it's such a weird line you the number 10 Utah Utes who some people have coined Iowa of the Pac-12 this season, go on the road to Corvallis, Oregon, to face Oregon State, who's, who is coming off a loss against Washington State. The Beavs, minus three and a half. Man, this line is so weird because you see Utah that's undefeated, that's kind of looked okay, going on the road. And to see them as a three and a half point dog is just strange. Yeah, Um I think last week that just wasn't Oregon State's type of game shootout. No. Um, I do think this is their type of game, the defensive battle. Um, they want to run the fast. ball. They Yeah, they want to be under center. They want to run it. They want to let, you know, um, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name. Uh, DJ Uyagalele. Yeah. DJ Uyagalele. Um, <laughs> <laughs> DJ for that. I just don't trust Utah's offense, man. Like, if they wouldn't have got a pick six last week, they wouldn't have won. Like, I don't know. I think Oregon State's defense is better. This game is low for me. I've been back and forth on it. Um, I just think, weirdly, oddly enough, Oregon State has the better quarterback right now. Right now, yes. Um, I told you before we started to have the better quarterback. Before we started filming, I just think Utah's using their quarterback wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if they're going to go with Johnson, they need to be in spread, let him run the ball, um, get him out in space. Because, dude, he runs like – I've already told you this. He runs 100 meter in like 10-something seconds. He's quick. Which is fast. His problem was going into camp was he's just not an accurate thrower. Mm-hmm. And we saw that last Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. I got Oregon State right now, but I got him low. Um, not 100% sure. If they somehow announce tomorrow Cam Rising is playing, it would intrigue me to switch it. I think even if Cam Rising's playing, I don't think he's anywhere close to 100%. Because if he was close to 100%, he would have already been playing. That that there there is like smoke out of Utah that they are going to wait until the bye week to like get him into practice, get him like a full week where he is able to kind of get rolling and then start him the following week. And I think their bye week's not this week. And it might be next week or the week after that. So I think Utah is just trying to keep the boat afloat without Cam Rising actually playing. And man, I think in this, I think in this type of Pac-12, I think they could go on the road and they could afford to lose this game and then still be in pretty solid contention to still be able to win the Pac-12. Man, I think I think the battle is Utah's offense versus Oregon State's defense because if the Beavs can hold them to 13, 14 points, I definitely think they can win this game pretty soundly. If Oregon State doesn't make any types of mistakes i think that this could also be a game that's like severely impacted by maybe like a super bad interception thrown or like a super bad fumble that goes the wrong way like that just feels like this game where it's like there's going to be one or two plays where you're 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 like that just decided the game so i am also going to go oregon state and every time that i pick utah i get beat so it would it would be a smart for y'all to pick Utah because I'm going with the beeves here. <laughs> Man, my 10, my number 10, number 24, Kansas, number three, Texas. Texas 16 and a half point favorite, man. Is there any shot Kansas upsets Texas this weekend? Any. I mean, yeah, if you um, come out and don't play well because Kansas offense is pretty good. Yeah. Um, You know, Texas is known to have a terrible game. Hmm. I mean, this would be like one of those games where you'd be like, there's no way Kansas can beat Texas. And then uh, you Kansas turn beats it Texas. on and Kansas is up 17 to nothing somehow, and you're like, what's going on? What's happening? Quinn Years, Quinn Years is throwing two interceptions. He's hurt now. They got yeah. Arch Manning out there or something. Um, so, yeah, there is a possibility, but I don't see it happening now. Not the way Quinn Years is playing, and um, their defense is pretty salty right now. They're, Dude, it's you know, so good. They're I... rocking and rolling right now. So I, uh, think, um, I think we could look back and say, like, why wasn't Texas ranked, like, first? Like, why isn't Texas ranked number one? And I just think it's all of the preseason hype around Georgia and all the preseason hype around Michigan that's kept them in those one and two spots and the stuff they've done in 2021 and 2022. Because, like, what teams looked more 
complete and more impressive than well the long Texas Texas big win doesn't look that great right now because Alabama hasn't looked that great. I mean, but they're so, still on the road at Alabama and like they've they physically dominated everyone that they've played. And I mean hey, you just talked about how terrible Ole Miss was and Alabama was in a dog fight with them for a while. It so, but but like whenever you were watching the games, like it didn't feel like Alabama was in a dogfight. Like the score kind of looked it, but like you could see them. It's like, and the week before they were in a dog fight with South Florida. That 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 was a whole different scenario, though. So I mean, that was a whole different scenario. That's that's the reason why their win just doesn't look that good because Alabama hasn't looked that good. But Alabama keeps winning. It's going to keep looking better and better and better. But and I mean, Texas can just take care of business. I mean, they really, the number one team in the country should be Florida State. They have the two best wins out of anybody. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to go like that. Yeah. I just think right now that I think that Texas looks like the most complete team from their offensive line to their defensive line to their quarterback play to their wide receivers, running backs. I mean, they. I think right now they would be my favorite to win a to win a playoff. But we're still super early in the season. I do think Texas kind of takes care of business here. I think that this defense is gonna give Jalen Daniels fits, absolute fits. And I think the Texas team total overs like 40 and a half. And I've I I kind of like that play. It is a really high number, but I still like it because I think Texas is legit. Staying in the Lone Star State, man. Texas A&M minus six and a half versus Arkansas. This game is always so weird. So weird. It's always a good game. Dude, it is always like a highlight of the day game. And I think it's going to be that way this year, too. Texas A&M quarterback Connor Wegman goes down out for the season, hurt a bone in his foot that takes like three to four months to heal. So he will be out for the season. Max Johnson steps in LSU transfer. One of the best backup quarterbacks in the country could easily be start at tons of other schools, man. Where do you have this game and who do you have winning? Um, I think I'm going to go Aggies. Um, just because of the defensive front, that's the reason why I pick them in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, I think Arkansas just, gosh, they just can't catch a break with this schedule, man. Yeah, um, it's tough. It's a brutal schedule. Um, this is one of the games, though, they could get back on track. Like, you, I could see Texas A&M losing. Uh, but Max Johnson looked better than Wegman did to me against Auburn. Like, he, he just had... He controlled the offense a little better. He threw the ball downfield a little better. He could just move the offense. And I thought he did great coming in, making plays just right yeah. off the bench for Texas A&M. Um, it'll be interesting to see him play a whole game because um, yeah. Auburn definitely wasn't ready for him to come in there and, and be able to play like that. So um, I think A&M's defense will be the difference. So um, I think they just – all they got to do is just – keep KJ Jefferson from making those crazy scramble plays, keep him in the mm. pocket um, and just try to contain Arkansas's run. And I think they'll be fine. 
Yeah, and I also think that Arkansas could try to could possibly try to expose this um AM secondary like um like like Miami. Lo- yeah, like Miami did because they kind of do have the people to do it and they did exp- they did um hurt LSU's secondary last week. So, I think they could try to re- recreate that in this game, but I to think that I do think that Texas A&M is just a little too much. They have great, they have great running backs with um, Owens in the backfield. They're also loaded at the wide receiver position. And, and then, like you said, that front seven is just great. Like they're pretty solid. So I think the more talented team here will prevail as well. And I think A&M is probably one of the favorites to win the sec west at this point them lsu and um alabama i'm um I'm not, i wouldn't be surprised though if arkansas somehow pulls this game out um oh, that's yeah. just what happens in this game there's it, a reason it's it, a six and a half point spread um it this game has always just been a&m could throw a&m could be in control of this game and then late they throw a pick six arkansas somehow does an onside kick recovers it scores boom they're in the game. I mean, that's some crazy stuff that goes on in this game. Do you remember how crazy the game was last year when, like, ever when um ever Texas A&M they like scooped a they like scooped up a fumble whenever KJ Jefferson was like leaping over to to like yeah. try to get into the end zone and then he like threw it back to his guy and then he goes for the whole way and then the doink. At the end of the game, right off the top of the upright for uh, Arkansas, man. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, Can't wait. I definitely, but back to your SEC West thing, those are definitely the three that you got to look at uh, right now. I think there's just, that's the only three that have a shot at winning it. I just think the other teams are just, just don't have enough. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn. Um. Uh, Arkansas, they just they're just not very good right now. Mm-hmm. Um and really this is a three team race. So yeah. Um and it'd be fun to see A and M in Atlanta. Dude, um, yeah. That would be awesome, dude. Um that would definitely... probably save that would save Jimbo's job for un for un another two years, maybe. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see them play now. It probably it's probably going to be in Georgia. I mean, I don't I don't see nobody yeah. else being Georgia, but but and I think it'll be fun though. From the SEC West to the SEC East, a game I was essentially forced to put on here that I really didn't want to put on here. South Carolina versus number twenty one Tennessee, twelve and a half point spread at home. The Vols are favored. Can Tennessee get revenge? On an embarrassing loss last season that essentially kept them out of the playoffs. Yeah, um, and I, here's why they're going to um, South Carolina already has a struggling offensive line, and they're already struggling with injuries on the offensive line. So I don't see them being able to run the ball in this game whatsoever. And if they can't protect Radler, they're gonna have trouble, um, dude. And and plus he's he's been playing lights out. Yeah, dude, he's had, a, he's had an incredible year, dude. He's especially dude, for the line situation that he's in. Yeah, for him to be able to play like this, he's going to get his. I will say this: he's going to make incredible plays, incredible yes. throws. Um, but 
again, it's going to be kind of like the Georgia game. They're just going to wear down, and Tennessee's defense will be able to play better. Um, let's see what Joe Milton can do. Um, last time we saw him in the uh, spotlight, um, he didn't look too good. No. So let's see what he can do. Can they get their uh, vertical game going? Um, their run game needs to get going um, in these types of games. They did really well last week, but that was against a nobody. Um, I know before the Florida game, they were averaging about six to seven yards per carry. And then the Florida game, they only averaged two yards per carry. So Oof. that's got to be better in an SEC play. Um, and South Carolina's defense isn't bad at all. It's actually pretty yeah. good. So um, let's see, man. I got Tennessee for this one, though. Um, I think they cover. Um, and it's just because Tennessee's going to get get stops in this game. Um, they're going to force South Carolina to punt. They're going to probably get a few turnovers just because of Spencer's going to be running for his life eventually. I mm -hmm. mean, I just don't see this going any other way. I mean, South Carolina was able to kind of find a running game last week versus Mississippi State, man. But them coming in to Neyland Stadium, this kind of being a, a, a revenge game. T Tennessee's wearing their all blacks. Yeah. Man. Cool just out of spite for being forced to put this game on here, I want to pick South Carolina because everyone's going to pick Tennessee. I mean, I yeah, would say like – Cox, don't you? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's going to pick Tennessee, and that's why I didn't want to put this game on here because we already have games like Texas, Kansas, Auburn, Georgia, where everyone's going to pick one side. So – there's a part of me that wants to pick South Carolina, but I think Tennessee is going to win this game too. I don't quite know where to put it yet. I might put it somewhere between like the six to four range, but I would not be surprised if at the end of the day, we look up and we're like, Oh, South Carolina won 34 to 30. And, and when we, or like, Oh, South Carolina won 34 to 17. Tennessee's an absolute flop, and Joe Milton's not who we actually thought he was. Oh, so, dude, if he if he struggles in this game, we will see the freshman. We will I definitely mean, it, see that boy, Nico. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 two SEC East games in a row you struggle with, especially two teams that yeah. heavily favored in going into the year. Uh, yeah. Two teams you should be better than. Yeah. Um, so – I think we'll see him if, if it's like out of range in the fourth quarter like that. Oh, yeah, he'll come in the fourth quarter. Dude, I could, I mean, I could definitely see this game going that way and South Carolina just getting the best of them, but probably going to stick with Tennessee. But man, do I want to pick South Carolina out of spite? Two, two games that kind of under the radar, but I think will be pretty solid games. Louisville minus three going on the road to Carter-Finley Stadium to play North Carolina State. I'm surprised Louisville's not ranked yet. They are uh, 4-0, but if they go on the road and win this game, they'll definitely be ranked. Can the Cardinal stay undefeated on a Friday night game? I am glad this game is on a Friday because I love getting some Friday night action. This is a game that you got to watch out for. Sneaky game. Is, yes, a Friday night game. I can't even remember the last time a Friday night game went my way. Um, 
Like, I think everybody's going to pick Louisville, I mm-hmm. would guess. Um, this will be one of those that somehow North Carolina, like, blows them out or something because Louisville yeah. has a ton of turnovers or something crazy like that. So, it'll be inter- interesting for sure. Um, we got we got some LaGrange boys on there. Jamar, uh, Jamar Thrash uh, having a great year. Wide receiver mm-hmm. for Louisville. So, um, been cheering for him. Happy he's doing well. I don't really know where to go on this one. It's at my one right now, and I've just been flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. I want to go with Louisville because they're obviously playing better, but this is at NC State. Ooh. NC State hasn't been Rich, playing. It's kind of a sneaky, tough place to play, dude. Yeah, and NC State hasn't been playing terrible. I mean, they lost to Notre Dame because of just kind of some late stuff that happened in that game. So, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm going to go with Louisville right now just because of how they're playing. They are playing better. They do got better. The offense is is really playing well, so maybe too much firepower for NC State late. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go Louisville. Man, I'm kind of in the boat with you. This game's really scary just because it is early in the week. It It is a Friday night game. I'm also going with the Cardinal. I mean, they are a road favorite for a reason, but man, having to pick a road favorite is kind of scary. This is for sure going to be my one or two. Also, I want to see Jack Plummer kind of step up in this offense and just be able to take command and say like, Hey, we are going to go on the road. We are going to play a complete game and we are going to win. But man, I would not be surprised if, NC State wins as well. So I so I was able to go on the um I was able to go on the website. Only one person has picked NC State. So one out of the 13 people that have submitted their picks yet have picked in NC State. So basically everyone is gonna go with Louisville as well. And whenever we were talking about the Utah and the Oregon State game, that's also a Friday night game. So two really big, good games on Friday to kind of give us a complete weekend. Last but not least, Big 12 action, West Virginia, who has shocked me, absolutely shocked me that they've been playing really well, really, really well. They are three and one going on the road to TCU. Man, this is going to be a Big 12 battle. This is going to be an ugly game. And I honestly don't know who I'm going to pick in this game yet just because of the way that West Virginia has looked. They are kind of surprising me. Well, I don't trust the Frogs. I mean, last time I picked them, they were 20-point favorites, and they lost. Got thumped. Yeah. So, TCU probably is the better team, but West Virginia has looked good, man. They're playing for their coach. And they definitely – they definitely heard us talk crap about them all oh, season. We told them that their head coach was going to be fired by now, and they're I, they were ups they're upset at us. So they've um, they're proving us wrong, man. Mm-hmm. So man. I think I'm gonna go Horn Frogs though, kind of low though. Yeah, um, like I, three maybe somewhere. Around I there. I actively have no clue who I'm gonna pick in this game, and I probably won't until. Probably Friday around three or four in the afternoon. But right now, if I had to gut check, 
I probably go West Virginia just to try to get some points back because I know a bunch of people will just see TCU versus West Virginia. They'll kind of still have the off season, the off season narrative stuck in their head. And I think I'm, I think I'm gonna might go with West Virginia, man, just to see if I can catch some points up. P- probably super low, like a two or a three. Just so if I do lose, I don't lose that many points. But if I do win, I'm kind of able to creep up. But, hey, that's what they play it on the field for so we can all figure out. Man, I am excited for week five, man. We're we're almost halfway through the season. We're almost at the midway point. We will be going to Tuscaloosa here in like three three or four weeks. Three weeks from this Saturday. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so so excited. Yeah, it's it's um we've we've kind of put a plan in place. Um we still gotta sit down and map out like where we wanna go, stuff yes. we've gotta check off. Um mm-hmm. and then because I think so if we leave on Friday, I think once we get there, man, we can get there and we can probably eat lunch and then we can we can probably get done by six. I mean Yeah. Get what we can and then kind of see the town, man, and see Tuscaloosa. Um, you you've never been thinking gonna have this thing going the whole time, too, baby. Yeah, it's it's gonna be beautiful. It's a beautiful place, it's a beautiful campus. Um, I'm just ready to see like what's the difference between a lot of these places? What makes Tuscaloosa unique? What makes you know Baton Rouge unique? Um, and a lot of these things might be the people, you know. Um you know, meeting some of these Alabama fans, meeting these LSU fans, um, and seeing what they love about coming to these games, you know, and and a lot of the food, you know, that's that's what makes a lot of these oh, places yeah. unique, you know. So um, I'm excited yeah. about seeing it, seeing the traditions in this place, seeing the traditions at Alabama. I've gotten to kind of see it, but not at the level I, that we want to see it. So yeah. I'm excited for you to see it and be around because I, I think, have never been. Yeah, you've never been to Tuscaloosa, so see how massive no. their stadium is, dude. It is massive. It'll be the biggest stadium that I've ever been to because I've been to Auburn, I've been to Georgia, I've been to Florida, I've been to Georgia Dome, I've, I've been to the Mercedes Benz. Those are the only big stadiums like, that I've ever been in. You know how, like, when you were at Florida and you you kind of thought it was small because it sat in a hole. Yeah, that the, well, this one does not. This yeah. is not sitting a hole, dude. This thing sits up, and you're like looking up at it <laughs> like this. It's huge. Oh, you I, can't even see I in the stadium wait. anywhere, dude. Really, it's just walls are everywhere. Oh, that stinks. I know. Which like, is, you can maybe get a sneak peek through a little crack, but uh-huh. you ain't gonna see much, man, because it's so big. Man, so that's one of my favorite things like uh, about going to the stadiums is when you're like walking around the outside, like you can kind of see up into the upper deck or you can like kind of see through like a tunnel and you can kind of get like a little view. It's like such a good little teaser whenever like you're walking to your tailgate, you're like, Oh man, you get to see the grass. Oh baby. And the the paint on the field is, it it looks so good. Yes, Those guys are such a good job of painting fields and stuff. And man, it'll be fun dude for sure. You're going, I think you'll like Tuscaloosa. There ain't nothing like it, man, but I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get recording, and I can't wait to bring all of y'all this beautiful product that we're hopefully going to be able to bring in a fantastic way 
for all of y'all to view and watch. Well, do you got any last words before we head out, man, and we get to enjoy this beautiful week five that's coming up? No, man. Um, make sure y'all follow us on social medias. Um, make sure you um, critique us, man. Send us some messages, you know. Say, hey, you guys Roast are doing us. terrible. You guys are doing terrible. Or, hey, maybe we're doing a good job. I don't know. Um if you want to join us, please let us know. We love because having We will gladly on. have you on. Yes. Uh, but if you make us, yourself look terrible, you probably will not be back on. <laughs> you, you will 100% <laughs> be having internet issues whenever we record. <laughs> yeah. Beep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Well, uh, I'm sure we've made fools of ourselves, too. But um, no, that's pretty much it. Hope, hope um, everybody's having a good week. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. We will see y'all next week to review everything that happened in week five. But again, y'all can catch us on all of our social medias. And this is the Extra Point Podcast. And we are the College Football Experience. And we will talk to y'all.